So uh, are you are you just waiting for me to say the line? I don't know. <laughs> I don't it it is like it is weird to start these things when you don't have a yeah, yeah. You're just waiting just, just like throw it out there. Yeah. Just throw it in there. Just, you know, whenever you're ready. Just toss it out there. Is this the beginning of it? Oh, hi everyone. Oh, hi, hi everyone. Welcome. <laughs> hi everyone. The podcast universe. This is gayish. Yeah. We're this episode this podcast episode is totally our original idea that we thought of and is based on nothing else but our own brains yeah in Mm -hmm. in any any dissimilarity from previous or future gayish episodes (laughs) are all in your imagination yeah it's just you this is how it's always been uh that's mike johnson and that's kyle getz yeah um so we i mike i have a few things to tell you about that I've been I've been writing down and holding on to. Okay, yeah, I have I have things too. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is the getting ready noise. I'm a newscaster. Um, okay, so I have uh, this is podcast recommendation corner. Ooh, okay. I have a new one. How and many podcasts do you listen to? Like, what kind of a sample size is there for your recommendation unit? You can take <laughs> you can take my recommendations. To Costco. To Costco. To the store beside the bank. You can't take them to the bank, but pretty close. (laughs) Uh, You can toss your money to the into the atm hello cashier i would like to pay for this produce with kyle's podcast recommendations i have many she'll be like great (laughs) you you can take that large size of popsicles yeah but no food stamps because that's not this kind of store no (laughs) that's down the street um okay so podcast recommendation corner is um making gay history so i've heard have you heard of this podcast i have um i've i've heard of it people have talked about how good it is and i finally you're looking at me with a squinty face did i tell you to listen to it and you you? forgot i'm not ruling that out as a possibility (laughs) (laughs) did you tell me to listen to it because have you listened to it yeah I, oh really i listened to I, I feel like i've talked about it on the podcast before i don't because there was a really great um conversation with one of the drag queens that was at stonewall yes that's like i think the first episode sylvia sylvia whatever something. Yeah, i guarantee that i listened to that and talked to you about it but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes remember when it comes from me that's what you we don't very good. <laughs> Maybe it's you. Am I buzzing? Not anymore. Oh, good. All right. Um, yeah. So I, <laughs> they're like 15 minute snippets of this dude, Eric Marcus, um, that ta- I, now I'm talking to you about a thing that apparently you recommended to me. That's fine. I, I'm not telling you, I'm telling everyone. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> um, they're, they're like 15 minute conversations that he had a long time ago, like back, like on a tape recorder. Yeah. And I love that he starts his tapes with like, this is side one. Yeah. 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 Blah, blah, blah. The date. Yep. Like we're in this. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. I I feel he's there only 15 minutes and I feel like our episode lengths should be switched. Like he should be the one with an hour long podcast. We should only, we only have 15 minutes of quality. So I don't know what he's thinking. Like you always want to hear more than 15 minutes with these people. Um, so yeah, Yeah. that's an awesome gay podcast. 
here's my here's here's my series of interviews with people who were victims in 9-11 it's 15 minutes long and yeah. mike and kyle go on for a fucking <laughs> hour we can, so we can talk for an hour about nothing did you okay someone once tweeted at us like i feel like gayish is the lgbtq education i never got in school but should have but or, should have or yeah, so, yeah that's scary don't right. <laughs> If that's what you think is happening, Do we need a disclaimer. Don't like, use this for education. Don't just, or maybe just don't listen. <laughs> listen to this making gay history. That's actual. Like, if you want, if you didn't, if you're like everyone else in the U.S. because we don't do LGBTQ education here, <laughs> if, we, we we barely do S education here. Straight. Oh. oh. <laughs> um yeah th okay this is an actually one making gay history is actually one that you can get a real education from. it is super good and the fact that both of us have listened to it independently because mm -hmm. you discovered it totally on your own by yourself <laughs> with no help from anyone uh, uh and and both like it and think that it's important i it, yeah. important is the word that comes to mind yeah. that podcast is important i agree i completely agree on par with ours right <laughs> yeah. yeah our discussion about underwear <laughs> That is going to go in the Seminal. gay vault <laughs> that we need to. <laughs> yeah. The next time they're trying to figure out like what artifacts to send into space mm -hmm. to tell aliens about life on Earth, it's going to include an episode of Gayish on Ep it. Episode of Gayish. Uh, a bag of marshmallows. Yeah. Because that shit lasts forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some play-doh some play-doh oh that and like enjoy we're friends with you uh and probably some ego waffles mm. <laughs> uh, uh one other housekeeping uh, corrections corner oh corrections corner yeah okay. yeah um dream daddy yeah i found out that's a visual novel that's the category of game that falls in oh you know how we were like holy shit there's so much reading in this why are we reading so much it's because and you even said it's like an erotic novel like that just has cartoon it's because the category of game that is is visual novel okay but remember when we were laughing about the fact that they called themselves the most anticipated dad-based <laughs> game of the year like and is that a category that has multiple things in it is a is a is a is an, a visual novel a category like I, are there other things or is this you tell me you're the video game person i don't fucking know oh, okay. I, I, I don't know i have no i i hadn't heard of this type of video game but and also i went back to look at their steam page which is what you read you know when we were talking about what it, and that it doesn't say that anywhere okay. so i feel like i it yeah i feel like that's something you say somewhere up front maybe yeah yeah. Maybe everyone just knew when we were, I don't know. FYI, people, there's no fucking that you can see on the screen. <laughs> that was a, they should have put disclaimer, giant letters. Dexterity not re not required. Right. <laughs> but you probably will need some Adderall and or Coke to get through all of this text. <laughs> and your best bifocals. <laughs> Do you have any other housekeeping oh um uh, uh just a, a quick update from merch corner okay this is merch corner time yeah okay merch corner uh so our t-shirts our pre-orders are due by the end of the month so september 30th is the uh last opportunity to pre-order a t-shirt or a v-neck or a sweatshirt that has our logo on it 
So please, if you want one, mm-hmm. fucking get on that shit. Yeah. If if we get enough orders for this, then we'll expand our line to include butt plugs. Yes. Nipple clamps. Yes. Yes. And e- mugs. E-stim kits. What's an e-stim? And, and, and pens. And pens. <laughs> It'll be a big variety. E- E-stim? Yeah. Uh, I, I I see that kind of a lot. I think it's a nipple thing, but also like other parts too, but like especially the nipples. But it's like a little tiny little, little kit that with like uh, uh, electrodes that you like to provide electrical stimulation. Like the, the E is electric. Electricity stimulation. Please use only when your heart stops beating. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Defibrillator. <laughs> Defibrillators oh, are hot. <laughs> i got defibrillated <laughs> i also can't say that word i okay this is weird i don't i'm not a, like a nipple person oh god like have I, we talked about this before yes we were both drunk oh god mine are like directly connected to my penis like i think you it, you're more like everyone i know i get i'm the weird one like everyone nipples are a thing people like that it feels like it's a binary thing. Like there, are pe- like there are the people that get it or don't. Like asparagus making your pee smell. Either it happens or it doesn't. And it, if like there are people who don't mind it, they're like it doesn't do anything for me. But go to town if you're excited about that. And then there are people like me that are like, Jesus Christ, this is changing my fucking world. Yeah, yeah. I, and it's like so. It's like it's weird when someone's like go into town on them and i want to be like tap, like tap them on the head and be like oh just like just push their head down like don't don't fo- you don't need to focus your time right there that's not like that's a weird thing to be like thanks but but stop it <laughs> like you're you make eye contact with other people that says like what is he doing <laughs> hey everybody what's <laughs> can anyone help me out here Save me. <laughs> am i at a, like a, a nipple orgy? Is that is that why I'm making eye contact? Okay. I, I, I thought that's what you do on your weekends. Yeah, that's what I, I did last night. <laughs> it was horrible. I don't know why I went. I don't like that. It was a horrible orgy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In my bottom 10 orgies. Um, t-shirts. Oh, oh yeah. Buy t-shirts. Buy, buy them. And actually, so we listed off a whole bunch of silly things that we might sell someday. But like, if you have a burning desire in your heart for a gayish branded whatever send in that idea and hmm. we'll find a place to get it done yeah we'll we'll steal it thanks thanks breach <laughs> um that's merch okay um do you have any other housekeeping no I, my housekeeper came today that's why the oh place is so, so clean, so clean. Yeah. smells good the toilets are amazing yeah the, the, i noticed your toilet paper was folded into like a little like you know a corner thing like they do in hotels and i was like mike didn't do this right. <laughs> like this mike didn't <laughs> get bored on the toilet and decide to like do some origami i think a lot of people consider housekeepers to be a luxury yeah no no <laughs> that's a necessity no like At- they they are. They're not. That's, oh my God. I've been in your bathroom. I know <laughs> you don't have a housekeeper. Oh no. <laughs> Isn't that bad? It's, it's not I, great. I know that you're the one that does it. <laughs> yeah, oh God. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um, so. And not like every day. I think having a live-in maid or like doing it every week or 
like multiple times a week. That, like that's a luxury. But to have somebody come into your place like once or twice a month and take care of all of the fucking shit that you just can't or don't want to do is is worth it. It's I think it's worth it. I, it is if you have, but not everyone has that kind of ability to afford that. So you know, lots of different lifestyles and incomes and what okay all right (laughs) just measure it in lattes okay everyone does that now and it's so fucking annoying like this only cost one like one latte a day for the next three years and you're like okay that's fucking expensive actually well yeah and do the assholes that say that know how delicious lattes are like i'm not giving up the yeah i'm not gonna stop drinking my latte just to pay for your dumb whatever that the fuck um okay so maybe we should talk about this episode before we get too far into it of like Um, if you so we're gonna talk about some murders we're gonna talk about murders and and if so if you're squeamish i don't know about yours but if you're squeamish you may this Um, might not be the thing you listen to yeah right now yeah um i mean mine is not particularly gory but but uh okay so listen to mike's and not mine (laughs) but but yeah i mean we're we are going to talk about people killing other people yeah yep aka murder uh (laughs) uh and do we want to tell people what what we're doing or do we want them to guess oh sure no 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 we can tell people i mean yeah uh so what and so uh i fucking love my favorite murder uh props to chris sanders for recommending it to me um he's also known as chinbeard <laughs> chinbeard chris i know multiple chrises so like um that's just like you, you pick a distinctive he feature even, and he, he even has a hand motion i yeah you just like hold your fist up to your chin and that's it's because you have a chin beard because he has yeah um so uh but also in addition to just really liking that podcast um i think there's something about gay people that make them that we're like into have this ability to have this darker sense of humor or uh-huh. I don't know what, like why it is like if we just have to, you know, all the shit that gay people have been through, make them have to develop this dark sense of humor to get through it or what it is. But there's something that I think very much speaks to the gay sense of humor in the gay culture. Yeah. Well, maybe it's the realization that, what we are is taboo and Mm. so much dark humor is about exposing and talking about things that are taboo and we're already over that shit yeah social norms already automatically don't apply to us at all yeah we live there so yeah Yeah. so why not yeah and and if it weren't for that we wouldn't have this international award nominated podcast (laughs) (laughs) listen to making gay history well not us that's um and also something that i've been thinking about a lot is there's so been so many trans people that have been murdered even just this year it's it's so sad it's it's crazy it's um uh apparently this year is on track to be the most trans murders ever in a year um, the I was like looking at the HRC. the The youngest one is a uh, 17 year old black trans woman was murdered. Uh, Ava Larray Barron, Barron, uh, sure. Um, and and a lot of news outlets misrepresented her gender. Um, so it, it's been a lot of trans people and trans people of color, black trans people that have been murdered. And it's yeah, it's it sucks. And yeah, in an episode about murder, I have to ask. 
is there a trend there like uh, suicide i understand right like life is real hard on people that are minorities take somebody who's a triple minority right if you are a black trans person who's also queer mm -hmm. like in th that's a lot of that's a lot of nails in that coffin right yeah, I, yeah. like I, I i get it but uh uh murder mm -hmm. i always want to know is that because like they were just trying to hook up or make out and somebody found their dick when they didn't expect it mm. or found their vagina when they didn't expect it and like then like are these crimes of passion or not passion but like yeah yeah, yeah. i get what you're saying like, like yeah. dur during a sexual encounter or something I'm, like why are they why do they get murdered so much i think i don't know i well i think it's like the accept i feel so fortunate that i'm alive in a time where being gay is it's still hard. It's it's not, we don't have full equal rights and protection, but we're closer there. And I, trans people just aren't there. Like people still think of trans people, you know, they don't respect them. They don't think they're, you know, who they are is valid. They don't like people think it's, it's gross and it's wrong and all that dumb stuff. That's not true. Like, so, you know, I, I, I don't know that that's just my my guess it, it's just something people still think of as gross and oh she's not really a woman she's actually a man wearing a dress like but she she's not like yeah um yeah. so yeah I remember like the first I, I watched, actually watched the Larry King show and that was the first time I saw it was like three trans I believe three trans women all in various stages of you know in their transition. process in mm -hmm. transition yeah and um, I, at that time I was a kid, um, watching TV in my room. Cause that was a big thing getting to have a TV in my room. And I thought it was gross and weird and I didn't get it. And then all the things they were saying is, yeah, people don't understand, but this is really who I am. And, and all these things that at that time I wasn't out and wouldn't come out for another, I forget for whatever years. Yeah. But I was like, Oh my God, that's, that's exactly how I feel. So yeah that was the first time I really realized it. And I also think that, you know, smaller percentage of trans people that there are in the world means it's harder to meet trans people. And that's how, you know, like with gay people and, and many minorities by meeting someone and putting a, uh, face to the, this thing, then you're like, Oh, they're actually human beings and they're normal, regular, nice, whatever people. So it's hard to, we can, we're going to start a trans program where we scatter trans people about the country <laughs> so everyone can meet one and realize they're totally cool. Like a trans exchange program. Yeah, trans across America. <laughs> Sorry. I, okay, also warning. Yeah. Trans America Airlines. Oh. They're out of they business, already, I think. Oh, okay. Because too many of them crashed. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of... Speaking of plane crashes, how's this podcast going? So oh, great. Blaze of glory. God. Take it all back. Everything's cut. Steven, cut. Cut this. Cut this part. Oh, right. You don't work for this podcast. Okay. So do you. My favorite murder. Go listen to it. That's oh, what yeah, we're yeah. trying to emulate here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're hilarious and they're ladies and they talk about all kinds of murder in grisly detail and yeah. they're one of the most successful podcasts that's out there and they say that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery and that's what we're going for here all right so who wants to go first do you want to flip you... a coin okay do you want to flip a dead do you body? want to flip a we want to play spin the rose <laughs> spin the rose <laughs> <laughs> do you ever lands um 
No, I don't care. Do you? Let's uh, let's let's rock paper scissors for okay, it. Okay, this will be this is really good audio entertainment. <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm gonna say so you you're gonna rock paper scissors shoot. Yes. It's when you say the word shoot, you that's the right the way to rock paper scissors. Right. Like I don't know why you always have to clarify, but let's be honest, people that go on scissors, why would you why would you shoot on scissors? That's yeah. illogical. Right. Right. Yeah. That doesn't make any Rethink sense. Rethink your life. Re- <laughs> you asshole. Re- just, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> shoot. I did paper. Kyle did scissors. I'm the big loser. I don't know what that means. You have to go first. <laughs> oh. I was like, I don't know what winning means. <laughs> winning means you get to choose. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, ooh. Now I have to think and I don't know. All right. I'm going to get a beer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and play the Jeopardy song. Um, <laughs> um, why don't? Uh, why don't you go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, because yeah. mine's less grisly. That's what I was thinking. We can like work our way there. Okay, you you blow them, I'll fuck them. Great. You're buzzing again. Fuck. I really don't hear that in my mic. I, I mean, in my ears. Yeah, that happened last time, too. Is it gone? Yep. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to take you back to a magical time. Okay. 1957 in Los Angeles, California. I've heard of it. Uh, It is Halloween, 1957 in L.A., and Betty Fabiano heard the doorbell ring, so she's all tucked up nice and sweet in bed with her husband in Sun Valley, California. It's just outside LA. Uh, a little after 11. And uh, they, they thought, she and her husband, uh, Peter, thought that it was a trick-or-treater. So he got up and went downstairs and opened the door. And uh, Betty heard her husband ask, isn't it kind of late for this sort of thing? And didn't hear what the response was, but heard a muffled voice that sounded like a man impersonating a woman, is what she said. Hmm. So there was a pop, and then a thump, and then a screech as a car sped off into the night. Hmm. So uh, she went downstairs, and there, sprawled on the floor, unconscious, blood pouring out of him, was her husband. Uh, and he died on his way to the hospital. Oh, God. Uh, and the cause of death was a thirty-eight caliber bullet lodged in his heart, or beneath his heart. So, how did you say how old they were? Uh, let's see. She was, uh, th- let's see. He was 35. Okay. Oh, fuck. That's so scary. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this was on Halloween night? Halloween night. Ah, Jesus. That scares the shit out of me. Because, like... (laughs) Bing bong. Open the door. (laughs) Hi. Murder. Like... You're dressed like a little minion. You're adorable. Then you get shot in the chest. Oh, God. Okay. So, uh, no one could figure out, like, what the motive was. This really seemed out of nowhere. And, of course, the first thing they do when they launch a murder investigation is figure out, like, who wants to kill you? Yeah. (laughs) Um, and uh, he'd had a, uh, he had a little bit of a record. He was a bookie, but um, mm. like he, illegal betting. Like mafia type shit? He, yeah, well, illegal betting. Like he would take, mm. he was running his own little betting thing on the side. And, and uh, he was charged in 1948 
and uh, had since gone clean. There were no connections to any past crimes. He hadn't wronged anybody. And so that was, that was a bust. And uh, for several years, he owned a couple of beauty salons in the LA area. And he and Betty were sort of comfortable, like living this little, uh, you know, idyllic white picket fence life. All that beauty salon money just... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they interviewed all of his former employees. And they uh, interviewed this woman named Joan Rabel. And she was 40, year old, uh, 40 years old. And uh, she was divorced and was a freelance photographer. And he'd only worked briefly in one of the beauty shops, but she said in her interview that the Fabianos, uh, Peter and Betty, were, were two of her very closest friends. Now, the police dug a little further and found that the Fabianos, Betty and Peter, they had some marital issues in the past, and they had even tried a trial separation mm. for a while. While they were separated, uh, Betty went and stayed with Joan in her house, which is like a one-bedroom apartment. And apparently they got, quote-unquote, very close. So there's a, like, the newspapers of the time would never, ever say the word lesbian, Oh. But but they were they like they were scissoring for sure. <laughs> Anytime like yeah like before a certain time it's like they were close or they were roommates or like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wore spandex like there are different ways to be like <laughs> a confirmed bachelor. Which yeah yeah yeah. Apparently bachelor in the fifties meant butt fucking. Soupscape. <laughs> yeah soupscape. Okay so, um, but is that confirmed or a rumor? Well, so it was confirmed that. Uh, they lived together. Okay. And um, hmm. then when, when when Betty decided to come back to Peter because he begged and begged or or, or what have you or wouldn't wouldn't deny wouldn't give her a divorce, which it's funny that that's how it used to be that you would have to grant a divorce, right? You couldn't just get divorced like yet anyway. I thought that isn't that how it is today? I thought everyone has to agree. No. Oh, you can just be like. Lates and then fuck this I'm out. Oh yeah. And in Washington there's no fault either. Like oh. which so you can just you don't you don't even have to have cause. You can just walk away and say, Fuck this, I'm done and here hmm. it's done. Hmm. Anyway, so uh so they 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 got back together and, and Peter agreed to take her back on one condition. She couldn't see Joan at all. Or bring her to the house, or talk to her, or about her ever again. He so he knew he knew so he knew. So the police now had a motive: right. jealousy. Right, right, right. That uh, that that Joan was madly in love with Betty. That they were lesbians, and that she's pissed at Peter for forbidding Betty from hanging out with her, mm. seeing her licking her twat, whatever. <laughs> 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 that's in the official police report yep 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 um so she of course when they questioned her said no that has nothing to do with it that's ridiculous um and so they oh they they, they questioned joan they said well and and she said there's no way that i did it first of all my car was parked out front of my apartment all night long all of my neighbors saw it that checked out. But that doesn't mean 
just okay i guess so that means she didn't drive somewhere right right so they extended their search and they talked to her friend margaret barrett and margaret said well yeah um joan borrowed my car oh god (laughs) wait were they close quote unquote that's a good question she's just her uh, name is margaret Margaret. yes Yes, i can let me answer that question for you how many margarets do you think listen to the podcast Uh, well zero now (laughs) they're they're all gone Um, said that, uh, so Margaret said that Joan borrowed her car and had driven about 40 miles that night. Okay. So Joan said she had taken the, she borrowed the car, driven to pick up groceries, but she did not shoot Peter. I didn't shoot Peter. I didn't shoot Peter. Turns out that that is True. She, okay. she didn't shoot Peter. Um, so they let her go. They, they, they had, they couldn't connect the dots with the evidence and, uh, they, they let her go. So they kept looking for clues, trying to figure this out. And an anonymous tip led the cops to a department store. I think it was, um, um, Macy's or, or uh, Bon Marche. Uh, and there was a, you know those lockers that you can rent where you have to like you put in quarters oh, and you yeah, turn like, it and you get the key at the airports or train stations or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. so they i guess they used to have those at macy's <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um and uh so, so an anonymous tip said that they should look in this locker and they looked in there and they found a 38 caliber pistol which Ooh. that was the type of bullet yeah that's but, so that's so specific and weird and yeah okay and then uh, they sent it to the lab and ballistics confirmed that this was indeed the murder weapon that had killed peter fabiano so uh they went to all of the gun shops in the area which it blows me away what they guys could do without the internet (laughs) they had to physically walk there (laughs) can we can we we need to see all of your sales receipts for the last month they had to fax them back probably (laughs) not in the 50s i don't think they had oh really even what did they they had to telegraph them back they had to send a hot air balloon back with all of them in it who knows i don't know how they got paper. carbon copy meant actual carbon paper right they rode them by horseback (laughs) across the town (laughs) at the same time paul revere passes them (laughs) so um they they uh, they scanned all of the records and they found based on um like the serial numbers on the gun or whatever that uh goldine pizer was her name her name was goldine goldine pizer uh 40 a laboratory technician at los angeles children's hospital bought that gun i thought i heard laboratory and i I heard lab. I thought you say that she was a golden lab. Like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Sorry. I, <laughs> laboratory technician. In her spare time, she was a golden Labrador retriever. She was an animorph. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, uh, so, oh, I, I kind of like this little detail too. The, 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 the sales receipt showed that she bought this 38 caliber pistol and two bullets. Like, that's, all, that's all she wanted. <laughs> was two bullets. Two bullets. <laughs> uh, really like specific like do they even come in sets of two like i don't know how that works but it's like when you go to the store and you want to buy a beer like you can't do that i need i would like i used to okay in the mornings before i would go to work i would sometimes buy one banana (laughs) 
because I just wanted to eat the banana like while I was waiting and it was like I paid with credit card for like 79 <laughs> cents for a banana and it was like the I felt so weird about it but like yeah but for what it's worth, you should feel weird about that. <laughs> you correctly felt... But that's what it feels like. It's like, I bought that banana for one specific purpose. That's what it feels like. She bought... Like, she knows this is not a protection thing she wants ever. Like, it's for a, one specific thing that... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, potential murderers out there... <laughs> either buy zero or a hundred bullets no, don't maybe. buy a hundred might be overshooting <laughs> oh well <laughs> might be like maybe buy like a couple rounds boxes boxes packs whatever they dozen? come in a dozen <laughs> roughly a dozen a baker's dozen <laughs> it's like donuts they come in okay uh so they went and they tracked this goldine Pizer uh, chick down and she just immediately started crying and said yes i totally pulled the trigger i killed him but it's not my fault. Mm-hmm. Joan cast a spell on me <laughs> and made me do it. So they hauled Joan back in to question her to co- at least corroborate this story that that Goldine was saying that that you know she she was the one. <laughs> she tried to make a broom escape. <laughs> they tackled her. And I don't know that they mean a literal spell. I think oh. I think that she just said you know I was. I was under her control. Oh. I um Well, this is Halloween. Well, so maybe true. Oh, so maybe. Um they'd known each other, so Goldine and Joan had known each other for about 3 years, but then as soon as Betty said, "Peter says I can't see you anymore." That's when Joan started banging Goldine. Ooh. They got really they got a lot closer. Close. And uh uh ostensibly we're having this lesbian relationship so uh they were dating and hanging out or scissoring or like whatever and um whatever lesbians do together yeah we don't know and uh i guess joan kept saying that peter was mistreating this poor woman betty and that he was just evil incarnate and that betty was her dear dear friend and that she was worried about her all the time and um then started joking about killing peter and um uh goldine said joan and i discussed killing fabiano many times peter peter many times uh we were undecided whether we would use poison a knife or a gun but we decided on a gun um and so Joan gave her money and she went to Pasadena and bought this gun and gave the dealer the totally plausible story that she needed it for home protection, quote unquote, <laughs> home protection, and, and bought two bullets. I anticipate two burglars. Yeah. Right. Specifically. <laughs> like, that's such a... <laughs> um, yep. Uh, so Joan even took... Uh, Goldine over to Peter's uh, beauty shop a couple of times so she would know exactly what he looked like and um, they chose Halloween night because they figured right to your nightmares that that somebody in disguise running around town nobody would be any the wiser oh god so the night of the murder uh, Joan shows up at Goldine's house or sorry Joan shows up at at the Fabiano house in a borrowed car. Uh, Goldine was wearing a pair of jeans, a khaki jacket, a hat, red gloves, and a domino mask. Which I didn't know domino mask means like a Zorro mask. Like the... 
like the figure eight just oh, over your eyes. Oh god, I thought you meant like she was like pizza. <laughs> it's pizza. Domino's. Like she avoid the noid. She looked like the noid. She was an annoyed costume. You don't remember the noid? No. Uh, maybe maybe this is a age, age differences yeah, are okay. really cool. Oh, the noid was this like like criminal looking sort of red, uh, like in a full rubber suit like fetish gear but with red rabbit ears looking mm. thing and the noid would like make your pizza gross because you got it from somewhere other than Domino's. Uh, like it would be all floppy and <laughs> cold or gotcha. whatever. Anyway. Um okay wait, who was the one that was wearing this? Goldine. Gold okay. Would you say she was caught red handed? <laughs> she had red gloves on. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I had to say okay. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, they put the gun in a paper bag. Well, who, so, okay. Who shot, who actually did the shooting? Gold, gold, Goldine. Okay. Yep. Uh, so apparently she was shaking so badly that she had to hold the gun with both hands with a paper bag hanging off of it because she didn't take it out of the bag. So she's just like shaking with a paper bag with a gun in it at the door. And, um, anyway. Let me back up a little bit, just a tiny bit. Uh, so they drove to the house at 9 p.m. and waited in the driveway for two hours until the Fabianos went to bed. And then uh, re- reportedly Joan said, quote, all right, go do it. So Joan put on the mask, walked to the front door, rang the doorbell twice. Peter opened the door. Uh, uh, Goldine was trembling so hard she couldn't hold the gun. She said, quote, I had to use the left hand to hold the right hand in order to pull the trigger. Um, but she hit with dead on accuracy and Peter hit the ground mortally wounded. In her testimony, Goldine said that she returned back to the car. Joan kissed her and said, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. This is my favorite part. Uh-oh. They dropped the car back off at Margaret's house in Hollywood, left the khaki jacket inside and Joan turned to Goldine and said, quote, forget you ever knew me. Oh. And walked away. What? <laughs> they went their separate ways. Yeah. So Goldine then uh, burned the costume and uh, went and, and stowed the gun in the locker. And it stayed there until the police found it later. And uh, there was still one bullet in the gun. <laughs> She'd only needed one bullet and bought two. And uh, so... Uh, they were both charged with first-degree murder. Joan pleaded not guilty. Goldine pleaded guilty by reason of insanity. What? It's... She claimed that she'd totally been just mentally manipulated by this woman. So it was a lesbian love triangle. Yeah. It was It was that, that you know, Joan wanted Betty. Goldine wanted Joan. Uh-huh. Joan used that to get her to kill Betty's husband so that she could be with her. And like, af- right after you kill some, like it, it's like, well, maybe not the same, but like, when you break up with someone on their birthday, like, <laughs> wait one day, like the day you kill someone else for your like lesbian lover, like wait, wait, give them one day, like. like <laughs> thanks for shooting that guy. Later, <laughs> we're I'm done. Out. Later days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, but was okay, but she claimed insanity, so that that's grounds for insanity. That, so she claimed. Um, let's see, lesbian insanity. So the, it actually never went to trial because they cut a plea deal for second degree murder, 
um, apparently the news, like people in LA were really upset at the time because they thought they were being too soft on the killer or a killer. Mm-hmm. But uh, they also said the prosecutors thought that Goldine was so pathetic. She just was really convincing as this victim of mental breakdown that mm-hmm. Joan was that good of a of a pussy licker or something. I don't know. But uh, that it seemed unlikely that a jury would send her to the gas chamber. And um, Wait, is that literally? You mean, is that figurative or literal? Like, did they literally? Is that how literal. they killed people? Oh, that's how they killed people in in in, in, in California God. in the fifties. Um, okay. I mean, I don't want to like. Even though she'd confessed, they didn't think that they would get a conviction mm. and subsequent death penalty punishment. Yeah, so uh, they they cut a plea deal, and the two of them went to prison for uh, relatively short periods of time. Um, they both served. Uh, five to ten years and five to ten years yep and that's it that had to be part of like the plea deal right is like not oh and then and then uh they all i guess lived into their 80s and it's unknown whether they were still banging oh uh, yeah so they okay this is something that my favorite murder uh talks about a lot and it's like (laughs) this is probably not good that that's all i know about like murder and (laughs) that kind of forensics but like you can't kill someone and then get 10 years, 10 years. Right. That's, that's not okay. Right. That's not okay. What kind of deterrent is that? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's not great, but it's also like you killed someone. You don't get to keep living your life. Fuck. Okay. Well, so that is the trick or treat murder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just can, I hate, like, I hate things in costume. Yeah. Yeah. And you hate clowns? Yes. Really? Yeah. Have you seen It? No. Are you going to? No. What if I make you go? No. The next episode is going to be about It. No, I I refuse. You're out. I can't. I can't. I once uh, went through a haunt. I went to one haunted house in my life. Mm -hmm. And one of the rooms you walk through in the haunted house was one room filled with doors everywhere. It was like four walls. It was a room. (laughs) So the normal number of walls. And like three doors per wall. Ooh. And a clown in there. Oh, God. So you're like, you walk up to one door, it's locked, you can't open it. And like, you go to the next door and you can't open that one. And all the time, the clown's super slowly, just walking slowly towards you. And you get into one door and it opens and you walk in and you come out another door. I'm going to have a panic attack. You just talking about this. And then you come out the door and you're like, wait, now I'm turned around because I came, like, which doors have already tried? It's, it was terrifying. It was, I hated it. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, thanks for confirming my fears. Something else I learned as a result of all of this that I think is really pretty awesome. Okay. Uh, the house where the murder took place mm-hmm. uh, is still standing at the same address. And um, I was reading about, like, murder houses and, like, places <laughs> just, where terrible things happen. Just light, light reading. For- yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, apparently in a lot of jurisdictions... California included, at least 20 years ago or whatever, the last time that the house sold, you don't have to disclose that. You can totally sell a house to somebody where just fucking murders happened and you don't have to tell the buyer huh. in, in some places. I just always assumed that was a requirement. Well, the the good news is the ghosts will tell you either way. <laughs> yeah, like, totally. The real estate agent is like, and here we have the kitchen and the ghost is like, I'm here. 
it's just a leaky faucet. We'll fix it. I bought you a closing gift. It's a Ouija board. <laughs> just good <melts>. luck. <laughs> it falls through the floor into another dimension, and that's when you get suspicious. Mm-hmm. Always take a Ouija board with you when you shop for houses. Uh, oh, just everywhere. <laughs> and when the Ouija thing starts to wiggle, then Put question. Put in your pants. <laughs> For some good times. <laughs> buy buy a haunted house and just oh, if you're a lady, just put that Ouija thing up your, yeah. up your g- good stuff and you'll just Hey ladies, <laughs> batteries are expensive. <laughs> buy a haunted house and use a Ouija board plinth instead. This is this is the advertising section. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Haunted House Real Estate. <laughs> Where haunted houses are your best friend. Get yourself a Bud Light Lime and... (laughs) And Skittles. (laughs) Bud Light Lime. Now featuring Skittles inside. I don't know. Well, that's gross. I don't know why that's... Because there's no taste in Bud Light Lime anyway. That's true. Well, there's lime. Well, there's the lime part. (laughs) (laughs) Interestingly enough, Lime Skittles are included. Okay. Can I you tell a, you have a murder? I do have a murder. Ooh, Ooh surprise. Um, I'm, by the way, I fucking love murders. Okay, I always, um, one of the coolest things about my favorite murder is like just the fact that when you're into like weird or gross or gruesome things, you feel weird about it and you don't talk about it. So it's really cool that you know, a big part of what they're doing is like making it be okay to be, it doesn't mean you are a murderer or you're crazy or you're whatever. Like people are into some of these things. And I mean that in like being fascinated with it's, it's still horrible things that happened and and we hate it, but it's like weirdly fascinating to like, you know, why did they do it? I can't. Yeah. Fascinated by the macabre. You know, douche. Okay. Um, (laughs) um, I'm going to tell you, about the Wolfman of London. No, fuck. No. No? No. Okay. Well, that, that's it. That's, <laughs> see, you, see you later. Yeah. Okay. Why? Sorry, this is real life. This yeah. is true, true oh, yeah. crime. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think I... Now let me read to you the script of Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is... <laughs> hey, no, if Taylor Lautner's involved, I'm okay. in. Well, it'll be different when I'm visually explaining. Or you he, know. he will be in. You... <laughs> Okay. My, my butt. <laughs> I, I, you okay. okay. So, Michael Lupo was born. No. Lupo. Mm-hmm. Like lupine? Lupo. Like, like a wolf. Is Italian. For wolf. For wolf. Okay, great. Go. Yep. Yep. Um, are, are, like me, if you're less linguistically inclined, <laughs> did not... Put that together until one of the articles said it. Okay, yeah. Michael Lupo was born in 1953 in Italy. Okay. He joined an elite Italian army commando in his early 20s. um, And he was attractive. uh, uh, And (laughs) one of the articles said he, quote, indulged in his homosexuality in every place his unit served. (laughs) <laughs> and did they know boy, that there was a double entendre? Boy, did his unit serve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and Plus he was Italian, so he's probably Italian, like a Bronco. He, <laughs> that, I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. He, he visited Edom Claw. 
posed as a horse. Um, so he uh, also in the army is where he learned to kill barehanded. Off to a good start with this one. Yeah. Okay. So then he moved in London in 1975 where he worked as a hairdresser. (laughs) Had to be a gay hairdresser involved in the story. (laughs) I don't know. Michael Lubo. (laughs) You're not. um, Okay. Also, I didn't actually say. Oh, I did say he was gay. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, So eventually he opened up his own shop um, and it was cool because then he had uh, wealthy gay men who wanted to be in the closet, like come to him basically, which was sweet for him. Um, it it was like a, a a cover for him, like he's just this dude that worked that owns this hairdressing place. I Shave th- and a hand job, do two bits. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? You s- or did you just make that up? The knock 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 is short for shave and haircut, two bits. Nope. Which is a quarter. Two bits is a quarter? Two bits, four bits, six bits, a dollar. I don't I don't know what you're talking about anymore. Alright. A bit is a half a quarter. Why that's a, it's twelve point five cents? Why would someone need a measurement for that? Do you really want to know? No. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> okay, anyway alright, alright, let's do it. You know pieces of eight? The phrase pieces of eight? No. You're gonna have to back up so far to get to where we need to go. <laughs> So the Spaniards were the first to mint gold coins as circles that were scored so that if you needed to pay 50 cents for something, you would just fucking break the coin in half and hand them it. And it was in eight pieces and each piece was called a bit. So you would have eight bits was a full dollar. Uh. So then when we say in a cheer, two bits, four bits, six bits, a dollar, they're talking about those coins like that's made it all the way down through history so that uh an eighth of a dollar is a bit and so then it's shave and a haircut two bits because it was a quarter to get a shave and a haircut the your joke so now i understand your joke the people that got it early it was really funny and now everyone's so tired of like it, it was funny and i'm sorry that i you had to explain well, it so it hard to oh okay but back up shave and a hair job no <laughs> <laughs> can't do it <laughs> shave and a hand job two bits no i like hair job better okay what is a hair job it's Carl? when someone comes on your hair <laughs> well it's sometimes it's just the obvious thing yeah sometimes um so, so where was do you I? hate me yet do, 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 nope 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 uh okay so he, um uh he was apparently had enough money to travel to even though he lived in london to places like germany and the u.s um and um he apparently had quote sex with every man he could get his manicured fingers on <laughs> i guess because yeah. he worked in a yeah okay because he was gay <laughs> well he that's also what worked we do. In, that's what we do <laughs> not me that's okay um then he moved to roland gardens in south kensington um where he built himself a dungeon in his basement oh yeah awesome it was it was cool it was just low-key based like dungeon i shit you not i was thinking this just yesterday how much does it cost to build a dungeon we if ask michael loop <laughs> <laughs> he will give you price quotes i don't yeah i don't know so 
I, yeah, I guess he had enough money. I don't know how, especially this was. I mean, with today's real estate prices, seven, like, <laughs> it's you have to buy a pre-existing dungeon. <laughs> you can't build your own. It's just unaffordable. <laughs> or you have to go way outside the city to find a yeah. yeah okay, there's zoning issues. It's just <laughs> <laughs> to go through city council. It's this whole, or it's the red tape that really gets you. <laughs> okay, um, he. Uh, so I, I don't know. This is implied, but I'm gonna say it anyway. So he's into BDSM. Oh. Which is why he built the the dungeon. He liked being Dom. He had a collection of whips, mm-hmm. presumably in his dungeon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he claims that he has had sex with over four thousand men. Good for him. No, uh, that seems. Let's I, be sex positive. Uh, okay, sex positive, great. But like you, but you didn't. <laughs> but that's not true. You know, like you'd have to like how many? You'd have to. That's so much. Three hundred and sixty-five days a year. <laughs> He's so in ten years. If you fucked a different dude every day, that'd uh-huh. be thirty-six fifty. Uh huh. Okay. I mean, so over the course of what twelve, thirteen years, if you fucked one person a day, yeah, that's a that's a lot. I don't. Okay. Well, so maybe it's true. I'm working on just like number three for the year. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> build a dungeon have you considered a, a whip collection and a dungeon and becoming a hairdresser <laughs> these are good tactics to fuck apparently okay so um i'm gonna change my last name to lupo yep yeah, yep and then long call you the wolf man mm-hmm. um so uh people that he had he brought home uh supposedly left with bruises incisions bloody noses strangle marks around their neck and People Kyle, didn't, what? Did you go to this guy's house? <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> where was I earlier today? <laughs> London. No, uh, in a dungeon. In, in, you know, getting whipped. Whips. Okay, that's where I. I don't want to be whipped. Are you sure? Yeah. Have you tried it? No. Well, I. You know, it makes me nervous. I'm. I'm not Jesus. Did you think you'd like being choked before you got choked the first time? I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. I don't remember how I... I think you owe it to yourself to get whipped. I don't... Oh, ouch. Okay, that just seems like it hurts. Any... Because <laughs> of ouch. Because of ouch. Yep. Um, so, but it's not clear, like, being BDSM, like, it's not clear if that was consensual, if they agreed to all of that stuff, or if it was unwelcome, or or what the deal was. So, on March 15th, 1986, uh, 37-year-old Alex... What? I was alive and you were not. I was born that year. Oh yeah, March. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't born. This is like a month before I was born. Um. So Alex Casson, a railway worker, who had also been recently diagnosed with AIDS, was seen at a gay leather bar. Okay. And then his body was found in the basement of a rundown flat. Okay. He was okay. not a dungeon. Not a dungeon. Uh-huh. Like a kind of vacant building. Yeah. Um, he was sodomized. Mm. His tongue was bitten off. And he was strangled with a silk sock. Okay. This is not the worst part. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Michael Lupo's calling card. So they didn't know it was him at this time. But his calling card was he would uh, cut. Oh, he liked to slit open people's scrotums. Ugh. And massage their tex- testicles. 
from the inside or this unknown uh, unknown also unknown whether they were alive or dead at this point oh god oh god oh god i just okay i can't i can't i can't i can't i need to i can't slip i'm gonna uh, slit open a scrotum and put a finger in there and massage testicles through that like oh, mm -mm, it didn't mm -mm. indicate i know but that's what i'm seeing and okay. i can't make i can't not see it it gets worse oh god fuck so he also slashed open people's chests. Yeah, whatever. And <laughs> smeared their bodies with shit. Oh. Oh. oh, oh. Again, oh. not sure at what point like his victims are alive or dead during this portion. Okay. So. He's a winner. Just grade a beef like <laughs> no, okay so italian sausage italian <laughs> ha, yeah so and interestingly enough actually so murderinos will uh like to know that the pub that alex this victim um had been at the leather bar also had hosted two other serial killers uh dennis nilson who's the muswell hill strangler and colin ireland the gay strangler so like Three different murders have been at this gay leather bar. Murders or murderers? Sorry, murder murderers. That's that's a hard word to say. Murderers. 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 <laughs> um, so then three weeks... Police don't have any leads. They don't know what's going on. Uh, three weeks later, children playing in a railroad shed. No, they didn't. Because, sure. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. Um, stumbled upon the second victim anthony connelly who's 24 oh those kids are gonna be that's evil. that doesn't help you when you're growing up i mm. just okay so junior high is hard enough yeah <laughs> figuring out where to sit like that was my yeah okay um so uh, uh, anthony was strangled with a scarf mm. his body was also slashed and smeared with shit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um there was does human shit yes okay because they used a word like the one article i read said human awful which i had to look up the word awful 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 it's awful I, I don't oh really yeah I, but i don't think awful is just shit is it it's like also it could be like intestines or like but given all the other things that i like all the pieces said that he he's into shit <sighs> yeah um speaking of fetishes i don't get um okay so there was a delay in getting anthony um his uh his uh when they when they figure autopsy results yeah because he lived with someone who had hiv and especially at that time the oh yeah doctor that yeah, yeah was performing yeah. the autopsy wanted to figure out if he had hiv to, yeah. because he was worried about getting it they don't know i get. I, mean, I don't think at this point they knew how it was transmitted or what the thing was can you imagine getting hiv from a shit covered corpse because you're a doctor <laughs> oh god i mean you take away the hiv just dealing with a shit covered corpse that was split open like that well i don't know split open your job part of your job's done for you yeah. <laughs> easy access oh jesus i'm so sorry i'm sorry for this episode everyone i'm so sorry no yeah i can't yeah i can't imagine and, and just any of this any of this is all horrible okay um and the gay community 
was really upset because they thought they weren't taking um, gay murders seriously. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, which I think yeah. is totally is fair when there's especially when there's a delay on an autopsy for a gay man. I, I didn't know whether he actually had uh, one one uh, article I read said that he was an AIDS victim. So I don't and like that's a weird way to say it. Like maybe they didn't know the difference between HIV and AIDS at that time. Which I don't think they did. And but I, I don't know if that meant that he confirmed that he did have HIV. I don't know what that meant. So on, and I. It, just colloquially aids victim to me implies died of AIDS. exactly right? yes like, so like it's weird reading like there were both current and old um uh things about this murder and yeah it's it's hard to piece apart the like that aspect of it mm -hmm. and and yeah we just didn't know as much and yeah so that was a little bit confusing so unclear hiv slash aids status but i'm i think he died from the the murder from the murder <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> i just <laughs> he, he didn't die of aids and that like he he was murdered yeah that's okay. that's what i meant um so then two weeks later michael lupo was leaving a gay bar and he ran into an elderly tramp what does that mean what's it like a homeless person is a homeless tramp. person okay is, i didn't know okay a, a homeless person on a bridge and uh michael lupo kicked him in the crotch, strangled him right there on the bridge and tossed his body into the river. Ooh. So like he, he's escalating like yeah. to, to be, to be walking home. You know, the other people were like, you know, found in like a basement or the, wherever the dumb place the kids were playing. Yeah, but like to just the railroad. Yeah. The railroad. Uh, thing. So like to then just run into someone and kill them on the spot, a homeless person. So that, that person was never identified. How many times have you wanted to just kill a random person, though? I I have... Okay, so I have... I think therapy calls it, like, intrusive thoughts. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's the, like... When you're driving, you're like, what if I just swerved this car? Or, like, yeah, yeah. I have, like, those... Like, I have that, like, what if I just took this knife and stabbed someone? But, like... One of my recurring ones... I haven't had it in a really long time, but one of my recurring ones is that somehow the door is going to pop open and I'm going to get sucked out onto the roadway. Mm. Like... Mine is um, when I'm driving between, like, if you're driving on a highway and there's, like, a concrete wall on one side and there's, like, a giant truck, like, a big semi, like, dry driving between them. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I just think, like, either I'm going to run into the wall or the semi is going to fall over on me. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> when I was a teenager, I also had one of, um, like, sitting down on the couch and there was a fork in the cushion like i always thought like what if there's a fork oh, in the cushion? Oh, like i'm oh. gonna sit down on this couch and not know and totally stab myself in the ass yeah when i run which is rare lately but when i do i always worry that there's gonna be a nail sticking out of like the telephone pole and yeah. the nail's going to catch my eyelid or like my yeah. like my eye and tear like my face off yeah Let's. We should have said, "Hey, don't listen to this before you go to bed." <laughs> By the way, <laughs> this is if if you suffer any kind of paranoia or anxiety, don't don't listen to this. Any of our listeners that <laughs> drink along, drink more right now. This this is the moment. <laughs> You're gonna need it. You're gonna need it. Okay, so okay, so this is this is a nice. I don't know. None of this is nice, but um. So the next day. Um, uh, Lupo met Mark Leyland. Um, they were meeting up and then went together to a, bu a public bathroom 
to have sex. Um, Mark, good for him, changed his mind, which, you know, we've talked about. That's hard, hard thing to do to agree to something to be in the process. And then I don't, it didn't say why, but assuming like weird feelings or whatever, changed his mind. <laughs> what? He realized that Mr. Lupo smelled like poop. <laughs> smelled funky. <laughs> or maybe, like, we don't know, maybe he just wasn't into him. Yeah. He was just like, that's not, you're not my kind of guy. Um, so Lupo attacked Mark with a iron bar. This is not going to help my anxiety about telling people no. Mark, <laughs> Mark escaped. So that's good. Okay. Um, but when he talked to the police, he claimed it was a mugging. Okay. I assume because he didn't want to be like, yeah, we were about to hook up in a bathroom. So, <laughs> um, so then, uh, Damien McCluskey, who's a 22 year old hospital worker, um, uh, five days later was last seen at a tavern. He turned up in a basement. He was strangled. He was raped. His testicles were torn off. Great. Okay. Uh, his, chest was uh uh ripped open organs pulled out and filled with feces yeah here comes the poop great here yep uh that's the last of the the poop if that helps um so that doesn't help at all that's uh, <laughs> like yeah this is crazy. okay so uh two weeks later uh, lupo attempted to strangle this guy named david cole but uh with a black nylon sock but david cole escaped mm. Awesome. Good for you, David. He, so he reported it to the police um, and actually like told them, you know, what what had happened. And um, so apparently he went the police then took him back to the gay bars and, and they were like went with him to help find Michael Lupo. OK, which that's t like, Jesus Christ, if you almost get murdered and they're like, I have an idea let's bring you back to find yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I can't even imagine. So, but he plus, plus it's the eighties. Like this cop wants to go to the gay bar with you. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's legit. That's above board. Okay. I don't. Yeah. So apparently, but in doing that, they actually found him. Um, and, uh, he was apparently talking casually about what he had done. Uh, they arrested him on two counts of murder. The first two counts. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking casually, like, oh, you know, did a load of laundry, took my VHS tapes back to the movie rental store because it's the 80s. Yeah, yep, yep. And then, uh, you know, ripped a guy open, pulled his balls off and shit in his chest cavity. Then I came here for a beer, yeah. you know. Check my beeper. Good little Friday. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> Jesus. I have no idea how, like, it's, yeah, it's nuts that, okay. So, um, police found, uh, the torture chamber that mm. was the, the dungeon was something that he used as a torture chamber. It's one of my nicknames in high school. Torture chamber. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because, because you played, because you were, are you Michael Lupo? <laughs> oh, gotta go. Okay. Um, so, uh, then he was charged with the two additional counts of murder and two accounts accounts two counts of attempted murder yeah here's the kicker okay um in march of 1986 before the murders started michael lupo was diagnosed with hiv mm -hmm. and that is apparently what sent him into this rage yeah. he was um supposedly angry at gay people made it want to kill them you know it was their fault 
Yeah. Says the guy who had sex with 4,000, supposedly 4,000 people. Um, and apparently uh, one newspaper said that, uh, that Lupo had said, I was out to demolish as many as I could. If I was going to go, then I was going to take other people with me. Ooh. So it seems like, you know, he was already on the BDSM fast track. Yeah. And then he, um, and then he got this HIV diagnosis and that's what pushed him over the edge maybe but then again um there were uh, when he traveled so i mentioned he traveled to places like u.s and germany there are other uh murders that they suspect him of but uh -huh. have never been able to prove sure. so not sure you know that he's he's a serial killer uh, he killed four people over an extended period of time um but it's not clear if they're actually even more than that Wow. Yeah. So he was um, pleaded guilty in 1987 to all the all the charges. Um, he was charged with four life sentences plus 14 years. Um, you know. <laughs> well, one of the one of the reasons for that is um, what I've learned from my favorite murder is that not like sometimes you get your um, even if you're like you have a life sentence, but you get out because of good behavior or they you can get out of a life can, sentence for I, good behavior yeah yeah it's like crazy what you can get out of like oh 80 years turns into 20 if like i don't know we're arresting people that smoke weed and the prisons fill up you know whatever crazy Whoa. bullshit like yeah so a life sentence is not a life sentence wow um, so it's actually good when people are charged with things like four life sentences because it's it's you know hopefully ensuring and actually the judge in this case said life meant life uh. so it was not like he was making it very clear like he's not to get out um and actually he only served though eight years and then died in 1995 of aids wow which i wow the worst part of all of this he gave himself the nickname what he gave himself the nickname of the like wolf man what you can't give yourself a nickname come on michael lupo wow I mean, you can. You can, but like that's but, a that's a. We should have known from the jump. Like you give yourself a nickname. <laughs> like you're a shitty person already. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, Lupo means Italian, which he picked up on, and he also liked to collect werewolf like movies and and items. So hmm. I like I don't know and testicles. He has a collection of werewolf balls, <laughs> whips, <laughs> werewolf things, <laughs> and testicles. <laughs> Great. Yeah. He. Oh, and I don't know. Like. Am I happy he died or did I want him to live out a sentence? He's a horrible person. So he, he just, I don't like the death penalty, but he just should not. I don't know. So he died. So that's, that's good, I guess. Yeah. So that is the Wolf Man of London. And also the U.S. And also Germany. Maybe, maybe. No, not, nothing proven, but. That's just, that's just disturbing. Yeah. Good job. It's fucked, right? Yeah, if you went into this trying to make me want to throw up, good job. <laughs> I did it. I've achieved Excellent. my goal. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah. I'm going to go smear poop all over myself. No, just... <laughs> oh, my God. I... No. You're... So... All right, do you want to... Is that how this like, goes? Like, is there... Yeah, is there... yeah it's... We, like, yeah, there's, like, no casual, chill way to just be like, well... 
that's that's the end of that (laughs) yeah um yeah do you want to casually roll into our contact info sure yeah so our website is (laughs) gaypodcast.com there is i don't know a smooth speaking of werewolves (laughs) i don't know i don't know how to say that yeah and and rate review is described i don't know that this is the right time to be like hey everyone if you liked fucking depressing murder shit rate us no i don't know yeah and then and then you can join our facebook group hey hey here's an idea Uh uh-huh Rip somebody's balls off, oh. slit their chest open, shit in their cavity, and then text us pictures. Go, five, God, eight, five, no. five, gayish. Oh, That's five, eight, five, five, four, two, nine, four, seven, four. Standard rate supply, but we'll probably get you your money back. That's because you know that's your that was your transition into i don't know no, don't what, do what it. am i supposed to do don't not that the whatever what's the opposite of whatever you just did you uh, should do that uh, texas like unicorns or something yeah okay that's the opposite of shitting in a open chest cavity right yeah okay sure all right um so do you want to lighten the mood and talk about our gayest and straightest send us a tweet to, oh to, we're on at, twitter at gayish podcasts yeah make us feel a little better because we're and we now. and we want to we want to be awesome on youtube so uh if you youtube and search for uh gayish uh and click on our logo and then subscribe we will have f- more awesome things to show you on that uh specifically we're going to record some fantastic secret shit on saturday that you are going to want to see next week yeah so uh, it's going to be bomb-ass diggity. It's going to be bomb-ass diggity. If you want to see what Kyle looks like without a beard. Oh, no. Ed, don't. Oh, God. I don't want that to be the... You, you know, like, when you look up faces of people that do podcasts, and you're... Like, it's never... It's always disappointing. <laughs> Although that one guy said that he thought that we were easy on the eyes. Oh, well, thank you. What was his name? Never mind. Uh complimenty mcgee yep <laughs> okay um do you wanna do you wanna do our gays and straightest let's do our gays and straightest uh i forget oh it's my turn okay yep you have to go first again i, I mean because you did your murder first but oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah 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 uh so the uh straightest thing about me this week uh <laughs> i don't exactly know why but i um got obsessed with all of this music from my childhood and because of where I grew up, it's mostly country music. So I've listened to a fuck ton of country music this week. And I just think that's pretty straight. Yeah. It's all about yeah. football and drinking tra- beer, y- your truck. And <laughs> uh, it just that's that's uh, that's the straightest thing about me this week is all of the country music that I've listened to. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the gayest thing about me this week, I'm... Uh, I, I was leaving for work this morning, and um, in the in the lobby downstairs, they have all of the packages f- from Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. um, for people to pick up from the mailroom or whatever. And I saw this beautiful box, and it said Massimo Dutti on it, D-U-T-T-I. And I, I'd never seen it before, but I was like, oh my god, that must be some fancy designer 
I need to find out who this designer is and whether I want to steal that box or not. <laughs> and so I'm on my phone in the lobby looking up Massimo Duty to see if I could find any pictures of it to see if I wanted to steal the box. You didn't. I didn't. You and you wouldn't have really that intrusive I wouldn't have really, but yeah, yeah. But the but the, the 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 fact that I I was gay enough to be like, I bet that's a designer. Ooh, I want to know what it looks like. Yeah, like, who's that designer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's a car brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So my straightest thing yeah. of the week is today. I went shopping, which I know starting out gay sounding but yeah. i hate shopping yeah, i do. so i looked up like my jean size i go to the same store because i just know what size i am there and that means i i ended up trying them on i wasn't going to just because i like wanted to buy a shirt and i wanted to make sure that worked and i was like well while i'm here in mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. dressing room i guess i'll try these on but like uh, yeah i was i i bought a shit ton of stuff but it was only jeans and t-shirts because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's my goal is that's that's all i wear yeah. and i was in and out in maybe 15 minutes it uh. was just like i don't want to be there <laughs> it was quick <laughs> to the point i don't know if it's true or not but i've heard that uh uh if you if you go to a department store macy's whatever uh nordstrom mm-hmm the women always have like four floors worth of stuff mm-hmm. and the men's department will be half of one floor. Mm. And it's because dudes, straight guys, especially they don't want to shop. They don't want to fucking walk all over hell and, and try shit on and, and ponder. They want to go to one place, buy the shit and fucking leave. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I, I also think like, um, the like stereotype the like assumption is that like especially if you're dude like and you and like i like me have your like headphones in that like don't buy like dudes don't want even if they need help won't ask for it like so just don't bother them like just let them do their thing they'll ask you for help so i I sometimes feel that way like i'm and i yeah i don't for me that holds true like don't bother me like i just i guess i don't know where i'm going but i would rather just find it myself even if i like it's way easier to ask you where the jeans are but i don't i don't want your help yep um and i I know where the jeans are on the floor of my bedroom oh hey (laughs) (laughs) um and the gayest thing about me this week is um i this is the first time I've uh, so I bought lube on Amazon. I, oh. I've done that before, but like I, one of our listeners has very strong opinions. Oh, about this. apparently we should not be doing that, and we should be going to Babeland, which is a local Seattle uh, sex shop, and they like have. I was about to say homemade lube. That's not what I mean. <laughs> Is it hand, homemade? Handmade? Handmade. Like they churn it like a butter. Like, <laughs> you know, just like hand churn the lube. And it's just <laughs> it has a seal Freshly on Freshly squeezed yep. lube. Veronica <laughs> made this. Like, <laughs> what, what am I tr- trying to say? I don't know. Art- <laughs> you're, Mike, you're my interpreter. Art- artisanal handmade. lube. <laughs> Organic pesticide free. No, what? Non-GMO. Local. 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 Lo- locally made? They make it themselves. You're like, Mike, you're my interpreter and you like are falling flat, right? You don't know what I'm talking about, which says that it's, I am way off because you can't even begin to guess what I'm talking about. I think they make it themselves. Okay. Babeland. 
it's kind of creepy really like out of <laughs> what like what <laughs> what, what is what is lube what, what natural process gives you lube like <laughs> big question of the week <laughs> what what's what's lube <laughs> what is and what did they use before we had our like back in the day did they have to like rub some kind of plant oil on their dicks like crisco they, or, or no i'm talking about like way early like back when they used like blueberries to like dye their t-shirts oh there were no gay people before 1960 oh we okay that's right there's <laughs> um <laughs> So the gayest thing about me is like, I had an opinion, like this is the first time I've had an opinion about my like lube mm. and it's like the opposite of my like clothing shopping experience. Cause I was like actually browsing and spending, I hated the last lube I bought the salesperson steered me wrong. Um, and so I like had an opinion and I was shopping for the right, the, a good lube. And then I expressed that shit to my house. So I'm going to, I think I might have lube waiting for me at home. Ooh, I'm not sure. I ordered a lot of shit. Um. Yeah. So so lube, lube's gay, right? Yeah. I mean, it's also straight, but like more gay. Straight guys don't lube. They don't. No. Vagina. Oh, I guess vaginas just like do it themselves. Well, until after menopause. Apparently, sometimes after menopause, like they're that they need help. But even then, like she's got to buy it. <laughs> She really? It's the lady's responsibility? I don't think that like people in their sixties that like that the dude shows up at her house with a bottle of lube. I don't think that happens that way. You don't think like condoms and lube and wine? <laughs> no. That's how all my dates start. Well <laughs> the wine is for after. Yeah. Um after we play chess is what I meant. Oh. Yep. Uh <laughs> so I think that's it. You think that's it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this has been gayish? Yeah. <laughs> this has been murder gayish. Gayish murders. Uh, that's Kyle Getz. That's Mike Johnson. And until next week, be butch, be fabulous. Be you. Hey, Boomer. Hey, Boomer. You want a cookie? You want a cookie? You can do it. Hey, well, Boomer. Here he comes. Oh, Boomer. Boomer. Say, speak. <laughs> he doesn't do this. <laughs> He doesn't Bo- speak. speak. Neither does Reynolds. Hey, Boomer. There's something at the door. Roar, roar, roar. <laughs> Did that sound like a dog just then? Oh, <laughs> All right. It's not going to happen. All right. Bye. Bye.